Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, chapter 13 continued. I want Jesus. At the end of the year, Mother Teresa was close to death again. Another member of her religious family witnessed her struggles. In December 1996, the breakdown of her health came to a climax, and the whole world was very anxious and preoccupied over her critical condition. Mother Teresa, too, suffered much, not only in body, but also in spirit. She looked sad and downcast. It was clear for those who had known her for years that her spirit was passing through thick clouds and the devil was trying to take advantage of this opportune moment. So much so that one December morning, after Holy Mass in her room, as I was taking leave of her, she told me in a very low voice, Jesus is asking a bit too much. It seemed to me as if her beloved Jesus was reliving his agony in her in order to redeem the world anew from the darkness of sin. After all the hardships and sacrifices Mother Teresa had endured for years for her beloved spouse, one might have expected a more serene and tranquil end. But instead, there she was, a woman of sorrows, familiar with suffering, bearing the sufferings and burdens of the society and of the poorest of the poor. Her hands became blue, as if she were bearing the wounds that the nails had left in Jesus' flesh, just as in his wounds we were healed. So now in her wounds, in her pain, we were healed and comforted. In all simplicity, Mother Teresa had admitted Jesus is asking a bit too much but she still accepted all he requested from her. She belonged to him, and he was her only desire. The sisters who were nursing her at that time were impressed by the amount of suffering she could bear. But they were even more edified that, in what looked like her last agony, she only wanted Jesus. A sister, also a doctor, later recalled, That year, 1996, what suffering she had. I never saw in my life the physical suffering that mother put up with. She could not talk. She could not move with the respirator and bronchial tube fixed with tape. She made a sign for a pen but she could not write my name correctly. For two or three days, she tried this. Ultimately, one morning, Mother wrote, I want Jesus. 
We asked Father Gary to come that morning early at 5 a.m. After the Mass, he was just able to give her a drop of the precious blood. She began to improve, and that gave a clue. All believers and non-believers realized that her strength came from Jesus, and only with him, in love and union, could she go through that terrible pain and agony. Another sister who witnessed this event also reflected on its meaning. But the most touching of all was when she wrote on a piece of paper early one morning the phone number of the mother house and the words, I want Jesus. These words spoke volumes of mother's suffering and love for God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What is the difference between the event and the meaning? Well, in this case, you have an event, which is Mother Teresa is dying. Mother Teresa is in an incredible, difficult situation. She's on a respirator. She's a bronchial tube that's fixed in a certain way that makes it very difficult for her to communicate. And she makes a sign on a piece of paper. But that sign that she made, I want Jesus, was made after other attempts at writing the sister's name had failed. So there was not a lot of ability she had to write, but she could write this. Okay, and then the event goes on in this way. Mass is said, and the precious blood is given to her, one little drop. And then she seems to get strength back. She began to improve. That's all the event. And now what's the meaning? Well, the meaning is... What we grasp, what we understand about what that event is telling us. Something is being communicated to us. Something is being expressed by God to us by this event. That these actions signify something. That they have some deeper purpose. They are in some ways God's way of communicating with us. And the meaning has to be grasped by those who have the Holy Spirit, those who can recognize what's being said. And in this case, the meaning was grasped by this sister, this doctor, a missionary of charity who was 
both a religious and a medical doctor. And she's in a very privileged position to interpret what God was trying to say in this event because she understood both sides of it. She understood by her own experience what it's like to be a sister. She understands what it's like to be a missionary of charity. She has some special share and sympathy with mother. But as a doctor, <laughs> what does she say? I've never seen physical suffering like this. So she knew how difficult it was for mother. And so when mother writes this little message, the meaning that the sister gives it is this. That all her strength came from Jesus. You see, that little event of in that moment having strength come back into her, having her condition improved by a little drop of the precious blood, and that being what mother really wanted, that somehow is telling us what we need to know if we want to understand mother's whole life. That, that little event is telling us where all mother's strength comes from. And all of it comes from Jesus. Now you say, oh, well, we know that. We already know that because mother's told us that. Well, yes, in some ways, but even, even that knowing it, even being able to recognize what mother's words mean, requires an interpretation, grasping the meaning of it all. But we can speak in different ways. We can speak with words and we can speak with actions. God can speak to us in words and events. And in some ways, the events are even a more profound way to speak. Because words have fixed meanings. Words have meanings that can even change over time. And so sometimes God wants to speak in a way that goes way beyond what one sentence or two sentences can capture. He can contain in, a, in an event or in an image all kinds of meanings that we gradually unfold with words. But tonight, let us remember that in our love for each other, in our love for God, we need words, yes, but we also need deeds. We need actions. We need to remember that with each other, we, on, we don't only communicate with our words, we're also communicating by our actions. And oftentimes, as we say, actions speak louder than words. So let us pray tonight that we will not only talk the talk, but walk the walk. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.